Know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. And it is us, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton in the studio. He is Jeff Smith, the Golf Cave, Edinburgh, Indiana, Timbergate Golf Course. Now you have the cast of characters. I am happily in between golf lessons. It is awesome. Working with a really great tournament player, and she's 12. <laughs> okay. That's a story I don't think many of us can really stand listening to right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because what you are about to commence is 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 a, a new series that you're going to do on a weekly basis called Why Your Game Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's not well, juxtapose why, a few reasons. <laughs> why my game sucks as opposed to why there's a 12-year-old that's doing so well, okay? It, it will be done in the most helpful of manners. And when he says your game sucks, he means it in the most affectionate sense of the, of the term. Don't you, Jeff? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Of course that's what I mean. Yeah, huh. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was looking for some way to say it. I'm glad you found the way. We also got a few other things coming up to, uh, you know, to to kind of uh, balance out Jeff's uh, attack Uh, today. We're we're going to be talking about some art, uh, and we're going to and we're going to talking about a a new golf ball from Volvic, which I just hit, and it's very nice. And I've got to give you a sleeve of them, man, because you're going to love them. Give them yes, to- you do have to give me a sleeve. I mean, instead of just losing them all the time, you promise me a sleeve of balls, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you go, no, man, I'm sorry. I yeah, can't I, seem I, to find I, them anymore. I gave them away to other people. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, one by one, <laughs> yeah. and they have to find them themselves. I gave, gave them to the golf gods and the wood <laughs> nymphs. <laughs> yeah. That's um, what it is. But it's a new, new top-of-the-line premium golf ball. With the typical Volvic design, except it doesn't come in like bright colors. It's white and yellow, period. So there you go. So that's okay. what we're going to talk about. And uh, we're going to do it in just a very few seconds. Anything to add, Jeff? Anything you want to do you to know, prepare us for this treatise you're going to give us? On- I would tell you that everybody ought to just pay attention. Otherwise, they'll get their feelings hurt. Exactly. <laughs> I think the point is that there are mistakes all of us make. And they're easily corrected. And those easily corrected mistakes are the reasons why we can't score well. That's Jeff's point. Only he's just not nice enough to say it that way. We're going to get back to it as soon as we come right back. We have those weekend golf guys hang out with us. In the age of COVID-19 restrictions, it is harder than ever for a guy in business to make a good first impression. Business cards are great, but you can't shove one through a phone. What do you do? Well, you need a digital business card. That's what you need to do, and I've got one. <laughs> Check mine out. Go to thebusinessgolfcourse.com. See what our Go cards are like. They are absolutely phenomenal way to do business in this day and age. Thebusinessgolfcourse.com. Go there now. Thebusinessgolfcourse.com. When you start your hiring process, you may have questions. Will you find good applicants to choose from? What about education and experience? And how will you know you've made the right hire? Indeed is here to help. Millions of great candidates use Indeed every day to find their next opportunity. You can post a job in minutes and use screener questions to help create your short list of applicants fast. Also, add skills tests to your job post so you can be confident in your applicants' abilities. Their library of more than 50 skills tests range from industry-specific skills like accounting to general aptitude tests like critical thinking. Indeed gives you the smart tools to make hiring decisions quickly and to be confident that you're making the right hire for your team. Post your job today at Indeed.com weekend and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. That's Indeed.com weekend. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Offer valid through September 30th, 2020. You can't argue with the fact that you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, which is why Club Champion carries every option for every golfer. You won't miss out on the perfect fit. Over 45,000 hittable head and shaft combinations from the best brands in golf. Factors like length, weight, flex, and more are just as important to a custom fit game as the club head, and they will all be addressed in your tour-level fitting at Club Champion. Schedule your fitting at clubchampiongolf.com. 
You want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5golfclub.com. The number $5golfclub.com. And welcome back. We are those weekend golf guys. Uh, okay, listen. Don't take this personally because we're not talking about you. We're talking about uh, the guy next to you. Yeah, your friend. The, your your the collective partner. you. The yeah. you out there in the universe. You. Yeah. And, and your game really isn't bad enough to say it sucks. Probably. But just Probably. in case, uh, we're, we're, we're going to cover the reasons why your game stinks, which is a much nicer way of putting it. Uh, one of the reasons your game stinks is because your setup stinks, right? I yeah, mean, you can't. There's a lot of that. You can't expect anything good to happen if you start badly. Oh, I see some things, John. Makes my head spin. But you know, people don't know they're doing it, and that's the thing, right? I see people that when they're standing over a ball, their first premise that leaps into their head is, "I have to keep my head down." So, man, they tilt out and oh, they park yeah. that thing down there, yeah. and they they tip out over the you know chest out over their toes and. It's like they're bowing to the ball without any counterbalance. Mm -hmm. And I see that sometimes. And, and, you know, before I, I even let them hit a shot, if I watch them tilt over from the hips and just basically drop their head out over the golf ball, essentially, and I just see it, the first thing I do is I say, hey, let's hold that position for a second, but I want you to hover the club off the ground by an inch. Just pick it up with your wrist, just arms and, and just pick it up. When they tilt over like that, they pick up the club, they instantly fall forward because they were using the club as a prop. Yeah. Like, wait a second. They were like a human tripod. Yeah. They had two feet and they were tilted over so much that they had to use the club on the ground behind the golf ball as the third leg of the tripod. And when I took it away from them, they instantly are falling off balance and their legs are screaming at them. Their toes are gripping the ground like they're, like they're yelling at them. You know, when I see that, I just have them hover the club and then they find out that they can't. And then they start to adjust. And then I just walk behind them a little bit as I, I just walk around and say, please don't swing the club and kill me. And I just walk <laughs> around behind them out toward the front. And then I just do a little three finger gentle push in the smaller of their back. And every time they get, they get pushed over. Yeah. Every time they don't fall to the ground, but they get pushed and they have to stumble and they're like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah. So let's start talking about better balance here first. Well, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but I noticed that, that, that those same people, cause I've seen people do that, but those same people, when they take their practice swing prior to setting up to the ball, mm -hmm. it's fine. Oh yeah. I know. And they, they don't... I can, I can get to that too. Okay. Boy, well, I let's... see it all the time. Okay. I'm You're sorry. Right, I you look in. at them like, Ooh, these yeah. people. Yeah. And they say something funny along the lines of, <laughs> I wish I could just hit it with my practice swing. Mm -hmm. We wish you would too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Let's make this a fun day for all the rest of us too. Please hit it with that one. So here's, here's what I see. When there's a ball there, people are thinking distance from the ball, right? And they get set up. But yet when they take a practice swing, there's no ball. They're just standing there swinging and their bodies are perfectly imbalanced because they would not do anything without a golf ball there to make themselves that imbalanced. Right. They wouldn't do it. Right. So they stand there, first tee, swing, swing. You look at him, you're like, wow, this guy's got a good golf swing. And then all of a sudden he sets up to the ball and he just changes every single part of that setup that works. Yeah. He's tilted out. He's yeah. reaching out. His chest is reaching out. His arms are reaching out. He's stretching. And we see that and you're like, dude, the backside of your body is not strong enough to hold that together. Your back, your hamstrings, your glutes, your calves, they are not strong enough to hold that thing together at all. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, they get off balance as soon as they move it because, like I said, they're the human tripod. Right. So here's a simple fix for a lot of you folks out there that may be doing that. So you take a couple of practice swings and then here's what you do. You drop your club behind the golf ball, sit it on the ground behind the ball. Don't grip it yet. Just prop it up on your finger. Settle into that nice athletic position where you feel like the weight's on the balls of your feet. You can still feel your toes and you can still feel your heels and let your arms hang straight down. You could probably touch your kneecaps with them. And then when you do, then just put them back on, but don't reach out too much for your club. It ought to be where your club touches, where your arms are hanging pretty much close to straight down. Mm -hmm. And now you'll be in far better balance and Everybody in your group is going to have a better day. They won't spend so much time looking for your golf ball and listening to your swear words. <laughs> you know, that's, that's one thing. Um, I hate to, you know, mention pros because we try to avoid them because all they do is confuse us. 
But when I watched DeChambeau set up to the ball, yeah. his arms look like, A, they're too rigid, and B, they're sticking out at an angle that's too far yeah. above the level of the ground. Yeah, he's chosen a, a very, um, let's say, angular swing, right? He has his back set on a particular angle. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. By the way, he's also really strong in his back and his <laughs> hamstrings and his glutes. And his yes, he is. Calves, right? Okay. So the backside of his body muscles are they're very strong. Mm-hmm. They can hold that thing together. And yes, he is stretched out. Right. But we're talking about the average Joe. Yeah, we are. I know it's also John, depending on we, how you want to look at that. That's not my problem. I have many problems. That one is not one of them anymore. <laughs> Thank you. Right. But I, I have played with some people recently who take no practice shots, no practice swings, no no nothing. Right. They just grab a club and, and sit down, and, and they take a long time getting comfortable over the ball. Yeah. But they don't they don't try to see how it's going to go. I mean, practice swing is is so practical because one is you can see where in your current setup that club head is going to hit the ground. So you know that if you're in the right position or if the ball's in the right position, um, then you can make the adjustments and you can, you can notice, you know, the, the club face angle and the whole bit. You can make adjustments if you make a practice swing or two. Right. If you don't, you have no idea what you're doing. I like it because it gives you some good rhythm. That gives too. you some good flow too, right? You, yeah. you feel like you're in balance. You feel like you can just whoosh on through there. And yeah, if you want to do the rehearsal thoughts, go ahead. Yeah. I just like it because it puts your mind at ease. Put your body in rhythm and flow, and it gets you kind of mentally kick-started, and I'm ready to swing, ready yeah, to hit the shot. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So those guys who just walk up and hit it, I always wonder, have they have they ever done it? Have they given themselves practice swings? Have they ever found out, does this work better for them, and they've just made that decision along the way? Or are they just in a hurry and don't care? Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, me too. Well, okay. If they take so long over the ball, you know they care about something. Yeah, they might freeze. Yeah, yeah, that they're afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Oh boy, don't go in the water. (laughs) Oh boy, don't go in there. (laughs) There's a kiss of death right there. Oh no. Yeah, I know. That's a guarantee. Don't when you say don't go there, you know, like your brain doesn't understand that word don't, and all of a sudden, and there it goes. (laughs) Please get it over this lake. Please. What real quick though, about balance, because balance is so important, but when you do a practice swing and you find that after, as at the top of the swing uh you know during the follow through portion of the swing uh you're either having to move backwards or forwards with your feet in order to keep your body from falling over you know then that maybe you should make an adjustment because your yeah balance is off if badly. you're swinging at nothing and your balance is off we definitely have to have a talk about your stance. <laughs> right? Cause you're, if you can't even write the ship when you're not even trying to swing at something, trying to propel it somewhere and you can't write the ship enough for that one. Look out, folks. We got to have, this is going to be a 10 minute conversation about how the heck do you move? How do you walk? How do you do anything? How do you walk around the grocery store and pick up groceries off the shelf? If you're off balance with a golf club in your hand swinging at nothing. That's, just, that's hard. <laughs> I mean, I almost, you almost want to give him a beach ball and let him hit that. <laughs> and here, see if you can make this a little bit easier. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I do hope your conversation with that person is a little bit nicer in person than it is on oh, the radio. Of course it is. Of course it is. Unless, of course, they're somewhere between the ages of 18 and 45. <laughs> Then it's pretty much that's it. And shorter than you, and you think you can take them. I got you. Or outrun them. One way or the other. It's okay. I understand. Right. Okay. But people of your ilk, John, the silver-haired crowd, uh-huh. mustache or not, uh-huh. I always make it sound a little nicer. That's nice of you. That is I try not to use the words geritol or walkers or any of that stuff. <laughs> so it's just one of those things. That's right. Hey, John, remember that position you get to when you're a walker and you're reaching out just a little too far and you got to shuffle toward it a little bit? Yeah, it's, don't reach out too far anymore because you right. tend to fall over and you need the walker. Remember when you got that walker that was a little higher because it was more comfortable on your back? Yeah, mm. right. Yeah, There's a reason for that. that. One, that's better. <laughs> uh, yes, your game stinks. And here's why. We got more coming up. Hang with us. We're all those weekend golf guys. Of course, we have a Facebook page. Facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us. 
Facebook.com slash golf guys. Grab your peanuts, grab your popcorn, sit back, relax. Baseball is back. There is plenty of action to be had from the comfort of your own home. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you on the field with a shot to play risk-free for hundreds of thousands of dollars. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy baseball is easy to play. You just pick 10 players, you stay under the salary cap, and you pile up points for hits, runs, strikeouts, and more. There's no better way to put your baseball knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> baseball knowledge. Say, I ain't got it. Well, if baseball isn't for you, don't worry, because DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy golf action for this weekend's tournament, too. With millions of dollars up for grabs this week, there is no better place to have skin in the game than with DraftKings. So download the DraftKings app right now and use the promo code WEEKEND to get a free shot at a share of the millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Promo code WEEKEND to get a free shot at a share of millions of dollars with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Stunning. You don't have to hit a shot to fall in love with the Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses at French Lake Resort. Our hotel and golf packages are the way to go. Add the casino and spas and it's a road trip for the memory book. Safely get back to the game you love with one of the packages found online at FrenchLick.com. Legendary golf at French Lick Resort. A breath of fresh air. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If practice makes perfect, then Club Champion is the nation's best choice for a custom fit golf game. Their studios are designed with one goal in mind, helping you play better golf. They don't sell apparel, they don't offer lessons, or they don't spend time on anything other than understanding, fitting, and building equipment. Club Champion is the number one fitter in the nation. Schedule a tour-level Club Champion fitting at clubchampiongolf.com and start improving your golf game today. Doing business face-to-face has gotten much more difficult in this age of COVID-19 restrictions. You can't just walk up to somebody and hand them your business card and shake their hand anymore and look at them in the eye and say hello. You need other ways to make a great first impression. And we've got one. We have a new sponsor called My Go Cards, and what it is is a digital business card. It is a card that you put online. On that card, you can put all of your pertinent details. You can put on a video that explains who you are and what you do. You can put on a video that shows some of your latest projects. You can put on a video that shows some of your latest client successes. You can make that first impression, that lasting impression, and you can do it well. And if you subscribe now to my go card, you're going to get from us three free videos from Jeff Smith with a value of about 300 bucks. You can check out our card because we liked it so much, we went out and got one. All right. It's called my go card, but you can see ours at thebusinessgolfcourse.com. Go there, see it, get the details, sign up and get yours first before your competitors do. And welcome back. We are those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave at Timbergate Golf Course in Edinburgh, Indiana, where he is off actually being the number one golf instructor in the state of Indiana. When you want you get that title, you kind of got to work to keep it. But we have, talk about working, the hardest working artist in the golf business or the hardest working golfer in the art business, however you want to look at it. Linda Harto is back with us here on those weekend golf guys. Linda, uh, hello again, and thanks for spending some time with us here. How are you, ma'am? Hi, John. I'm, I'm doing really good. Thank good. you. Good. This is nice. This is the first time we've actually been able to, uh, to do an on-camera thing, and you are surrounded by what I would expect to be your own art. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, this, this is my uh, workroom here, and <laughs> behind me are prints up on the bulletin board that I've either proofed or done proofing, one of the two. Do you do your, your art from pictures or from memory, or do you actually like to go out and set up an easel somewhere on a hill behind a green and <laughs> start working from there? Well, I don't set up easels. <laughs> I do go with my camera, and mm-hmm. I go all over the course to try to get the feeling of the whole course, how it works and how it feels. And then I zero in on the number of holes according to, you know, where I am, whether it's kind of a no brainer, which one, or I have to figure it out. Do you find certain aspects of the golf course more aesthetically pleasing than others? Oh, of course. Yeah. I I mean, I look at it in terms of a total composition 
And then I have to find the right lighting, which mm-hmm. means, you know, that's like day after day or however long that takes. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> later in the year, I've, I've gone to courses and I realized the one I wanted would be better in a different light, maybe later mm-hmm. in the fall. You know, okay. because the light changes, you know, the sun moves. Mm-hmm. We all know that. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and that can make a huge difference on the uh, subject. Yeah, well, I knew a, a golf photographer once who preferred shooting at dawn or at sunset. Well, that's what I usually do, too. Okay. But it depends on the elevation. It depends on the particular situation. It might not work or it might not be better later in the afternoon, especially if there's a lot of elevation to the course. Mm-hmm. You know, Don, you're not going to see the sun anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We have a couple of friends in the uh, in the golf architect business. Uh, Bobby Weed and Ron Garl have both been on with us numerous times. And mm-hmm. they, they both look at what they do. They look at the golf course itself as a piece of art. Well, yeah, it is. Absolutely. How hard is it to translate a piece of art into a piece of art? Well, it depends on how good the architect is. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, there's sometimes I've painted different holes or different, seen different courses, and I wish, oh, God, I wish they had done this instead of that, or they should clear out all that underbrush. It doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it muddles up the scene. And it's like Core and Crenshaw are really good at going in and zeroing in on that course and really getting rid of the extraneous stuff, <laughs> you know, that is just distracting right. but not purposeful. And I'd rather have it that way, where you're not distracted by things that don't mean a lot to what you're trying to get across. Would you ever take artistic license and remove some of the stuff that you think shouldn't be there in your painting? Absolutely. I do it. Yep. Yeah. It's like when I paint St. Andrews, I remove a lot of things, people. (laughs) (laughs) And extraneous things like uh, the light. Not the old light poles, but the new ones. Mm-hmm. Things like that. You right. know, it's, it's just like they're distracting. And, you know, all those buildings over there have the outside plumbing. I sort of ignore that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but another example might be when I painted the postage stamp at Troon, I moved the whole Isle of Erin over because I wanted it in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> And the view that I had was just off to the left. So I thought, well, you know, nobody really knows that. They know it's there, right? Right. So if they're standing in that spot, they can see it. So as long as it's within reason, yeah, I move things. Which came first for you, a love of golf or a love of art? And why did you concentrate on doing golf art? Well, love of art, of course, because I was basically born with that. Okay. And had done it my whole life. I didn't do golf until I got invited to Augusta National to do the 13th hole. And that was in 1984. That can make a believer out of anybody. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, you know, I had to sort of rethink landscape a bit. Mm -hmm. But once I got over that hurdle, you know, I was off and running. And I got other commissions right away because I did that one. So... Pretty soon, that's all I was doing. And I was like, okay, this is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep them coming. Linda Harto is a, a premier <laughs> golf artist, and she is our guest here on those Weekend Golf Guys and basically settled into uh, South Carolina, which yeah, there aren't many better places than that to call headquarters if you're a golf artist, I would imagine. No, you, especially because I live on Spring Island, and that's <laughs> like a sanctuary in itself. Yeah. Have you done any of the Charleston area golf courses? Because I lived there for three years, and there's some beautiful courses. I haven't done anything. You know, I work on commission. I don't really do stuff on speculation. Okay. It has has to have some kind of reasoning. You know, I did the U.S. Open Mm -hmm. 20 years in a row. There was a definite reason to do that. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) And I did the British Open rotation once Mm -hmm. again for the same reason. Like, I probably wouldn't have painted a few of those, but because they were on the rotation. You know, of course, the Masters, I worked there for many, many years. So, And I do commission work for different clubs or individuals for their club. Right. And now I've pretty much quit doing tournament work. I quit 
the U.S. Open in 2014. You know, it's it's just too hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. too hard to work for merchandising and working at the merchandising tent. You know, I loved it while I was doing it, but now I'd rather just paint and be here. Mm-hmm. Let's and, let somebody else deal with the people and the yeah. crowds and the hassles. Yeah, so it, life is a little simpler now, and I'm kind of liking that. <laughs> yeah, I, I have met. Uh, I've never met the the artists for any of the golf tournaments, but uh, I have met many of the artists who have been commissioned to do the uh, the posters or whatever for the Kentucky Derby. Oh right, uh, that's yeah. basically the the same deal. And they're mm-hmm. they're all trotted around for an entire week prior to the running of the race, and it's just I mean they're they're nice people, but what you yeah. have to do to get into that is maybe I, I guess you'd have diminishing returns after a while. Yeah, twenty five years. Actually, yeah. I did twenty six U.S. Opens. Wow. The first one wasn't part of the official series, though. But boy, oh boy, you talking right. about work? You know, yeah. going to a tournament and being in the merchandise now. Yeah. Well, this would be this would, this would be easier. You don't have to paint any people this year, you know. <laughs> what can uh, I, I don't paint people anyway, but anyhow, uh, I used to. Yeah. You know, when I first started doing golf, before I had really tuned into golf, I had a few people in those paintings, mm-hmm. and later I digitally removed them. But she <laughs> <laughs> uh, realized they probably aesthetically become distracting. And the minute you put people in there, you, you all of a sudden you have a narrative going, you know, and mm-hmm. it's not like you can tune into just the feeling of it because you've got a story going on there and it's distracting. One more distracting thing. <laughs> and, and golf art, of which you are a premier practitioner, is now like it's, it's an entire subset of the art world in general, is it not? Yeah, it kind of is. Um, we actually have a professional organization, the Academy of Golf Art, which we founded back in, what, 2004, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's an association of uh, artists that do golf art. And uh, we haven't had a whole lot of exhibitions lately. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Nobody would come anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the problem. I mean, we were supposed to go to the Golf Heritage Society annual meeting and have a show there, but that's been canceled, too. Yeah. So everything's sort of like hanging out there right now. Up in the air. But speaking of hanging out and hanging up, you still have um, art pieces that that, uh, people can peruse and and purchase from you, can you not? Yes, I have a website. Actually, it's a new website if you haven't looked at it lately. Uh, new and improved, <laughs> and we are running uh, pretty much almost weekly emails on guess the winner of these tournaments and awarding a free print. Ah, what is so, that website? Shameless self promotion, Linda. How do we get there? <laughs> yeah, it's just harto dot com. H a r t o u g h dot com. Real easy. Easy enough. And uh, yeah, if you sign up for the email. Right now, we sent our email out for Guess the Winner, but I think you could probably still do that through mm-hmm. Friday for this week's tournament. Yeah. Fantastic. All but right. we run them quite often. It's kind of just fun, you know, to get everybody involved and trying yeah. to figure out who's going to win. And You know, right next to that shadow box, it's got all the little golf balls with the uh, the logos that you've uh, stolen or, you know, bought or whatever. <laughs> uh, a couple of a couple of prints from Linda would... Uh, would yeah. mesh nicely on either side of that, you know, Linda right. Harto. It's harto.com, H-A-R-T-O-U-G-H.com. Again, right. uh, golf artist par excellence. And yeah, and there's a, there's a lot of interesting things on the website, too. There's um, under the studio tab, there's what's uh, works in progress. You can see a painting from start to finish. Oh, okay. That's cool. And you, there's a bunch of different images there. You can pick one. It's kind of like watching over your shoulder without bothering you by having people watch <laughs> over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, I take, I take pictures and kind of in progress to get you an idea how it comes about. That's fantastic. Yeah. Do, do check it out. Harto.com. Linda Harto. Uh, again, yeah. homegirl. I mean, you, you grew up here in the town we broadcast out of in Louisville, yeah, Kentucky. Always uh, always a, a pleasure to have you on the show, Linda, and we appreciate you coming back and spending some time with us here on those Weekend Golf Guys. 
You know what you need to do business in this day and age of COVID-19? Don't touch me, stay away from me, don't talk to me in person. You need a brand new digital business card. And I've got the perfect one for you to take a look at. Go to golfguys.gotmygocard.com. Golfguys.gotmygocard.com. Doing business face-to-face has gotten much more difficult in this age of COVID-19 restrictions. You can't just walk up to somebody and hand them your business card and shake their hand anymore and look at them in the eye and say hello. You need other ways to make a great first impression. And we've got one. We have a new sponsor called My Go Cards, and what it is is a digital business card. It is a card that you put online. On that card, you can put all of your pertinent details. You can put on a video that explains who you are and what you do. You can put on a video that shows some of your latest projects. You can put on a video that shows some of your latest client successes. You can make that first impression, that lasting impression, and you can do it well. And if you subscribe now to my Go Card, you're going to get from us three free videos from Jeff Smith with a value of about 300 bucks. You can check out our card because we liked it so much, we went out and got one. All right, it's called my Go Card, but you can see ours at thebusinessgolfcourse.com. Go there, see it, get the details, sign up and get yours first before your competitors do. And welcome back to those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton in the studio. We have a special guest. In fact, many of our favorite guests have come back over the past few months, and Wes Whittingham is one of them, Vice President of Sales for Volvic. Or is it Volvic? Volvic. Okay. You're doing great. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Could you put that in writing for me? (laughs) Wes Whittingham, again, welcome back. Thanks for spending some time with us here on those weekend golf guys. I have a story for you. I'm not saying it's your ball. The new XT Soft, which thank you very much. You sent me a dozen of in yellow, and I love yellow balls. You know, my my eyesight's beginning to go, I think. I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but I can qualify for the senior discount at McDonald's. I'll just put it that way, okay? I also have a new driver that was fitted to me, and I found that I'm getting 25 to 30 additional yards over what I used to do. And I was typical with my old driver. I was somewhere around 210, which is the average for a golfer my age. I'm now 230, 240 distance. Okay. Which is great. I pulled out the XT softball, put it up on the tee. It was a 311 yard par four. My second shot, the GPS rangefinder told me was 41 yards from the cup. The math told wow. me I hit 270 yards. It was the first drive I had done with the XT soft. I'm not going to say it was the ball, but I will give you permission to say that. <laughs> I hope you stopped and went home after that. Yeah. Well, it was the 16th hole. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just watching it, it was a thing of beauty. And I'm sure some of it had to be the ball. Absolutely. No question about it. I, I maintain, John, I know with all due respect to your brand new war club, I still maintain that if more players went out, and were properly fitted to the appropriate golf ball that really fit their skill set, mm-hmm. they would achieve as much or more as they would by going out and plunking some money down for a new shaft or a new driver. Yeah. Well, see, this, this is the thing. That new driver is the first golf club I've ever had in my life that was custom fit to me. Well, no, I can't say that. My putter was the first one. This is the second. So I know that it fits me. The numbers, then they designed it purely. I went to club champion. They do it purely by the numbers. Right. They do a great job. It is so tough now because a lot of you guys in the golf ball business try to fit me verbally on the web. How can you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the ball you are playing is the ball you should be playing? So that's a that's a fantastic question. And, you know, at Club Champion, because they have the uh, equipment, you could literally go to Club Champion mm-hmm. and try out three, four, five different driver heads all with the same shaft yeah. that fits you, you're going to achieve different spin rates, different results because of the head that's on that shaft, mm-hmm. right? Right. Or conversely, we can flip it around, one driver head with five different shafts. Exactly. And you could get different results. And I would also suggest that once you got dialed into that perfect head combination with shaft is that's when you could try some different golf balls that really fit into your skill set. And that's where you really achieve what I would call the ultimate driving experience, if you will, if I'm going to drive some, borrow something from BMW. (laughs) Uh, But that would be the ultimate combination of being fit 
with the correct ball, with the right spin, with your driver head, your club head speed, your shaft, everything dialed in so it's perfect for you. Which is exactly, by the way, what golf professionals on tour do all the time. Yeah, that's that's the, the one thing the, the the guy told me when I was on. He said, this is the closest you will ever come to having the uh, the touring pro experience. Experience, sure. Of, of getting your club fit. So now, right. Jeff, he has all of the equipment in his studio, in his golf cave. He's got the track man stuff. So we could ostensibly go to our local pro with a, a couple of sleeves of the balls that we'd like to use and find out definitively which one number-wise works best for us. Absolutely. To all your listeners, I recommend that if they have that opportunity to do just that, they may try the patience of their uh, local <laughs> golf professional with the equipment in doing so. Well, but, as long as you're paying but, him, he'll take it, you know. <laughs> but exactly, but dialing in the golf ball with a person's driver of choice mm-hmm. is absolutely critical, I think, in terms of really achieving the perfect combination for players out there. You know, one of the things that all players are guilty of, right, is not really admitting to what their true numbers are, right? You know, there's a lot of people out there that like to imagine that they hit the ball or carry the ball farther than they do. Yeah. And often what happens is, is that when they really are put on the correct equipment where they can really see what their spin rates are, what the launch angle is, and all the other parameters that are in play, uh, they'll find out exactly what their carry and roll distance is, et cetera. The, the key, though, okay, the key in all of this is – you really want to have your spin rates with a driver under 3,000 RPM, yes. you know, ideally in the 2,800 range. And then you also want a launch angle. Oftentimes, players are under the misinformation, quite frankly, of hitting the ball too low. The longer you can keep the ball in the air and the straighter it goes with the, the least amount of side spin, mm-hmm. the farther it will go. That's gospel. Yeah. And that that doesn't change. We're trying to eliminate side spin and keep the ball in the air as long as possible off the driver. And everything else will take care of itself. You know, the other thing, John, mm-hmm. and this is one of the benefits, I think, of the XT Soft, if you don't mind me flooring that. You know, it's it's not just the driver. You know, because you've got 13 other clubs in the bag. Mm -hmm. If you're playing with a 14 club bag, I think the other thing that's critical is that players most often fall in love with, I want to get fit with the driver and know that I'm maximizing how far I can hit that that golf club and that golf ball. But it's also just as important to make sure that they spend some time around the green, find out what kind of green side control and feel that they have with the golf ball, because I can assure you that the 14 times they pull out that driver in a typical round, they're going to be pulling out their wedge and their putter an awful lot more than that than the driver. So if they spend really two to three times more time and energy with those short shots around the green and on the green, that's when they're really going to find out the best ball that fits their game. And the great thing about the XT Soft is that it is a soft compression urethane three-piece ball that we've designed to fit the broadest base of players, which is in that 75 to 95 mile per hour club head speed with a driver. If you can compress that type of product with your driver, the other key part is being able to compress that same type of product with your irons. Oftentimes, players prefer to play a harder ball because they think they're going to hit it farther with their driver. But when you play a higher compression ball, the chances are you're going to put more side spin on it, which usually doesn't equal more distance. No. And the other piece of that is that they're not going to really compress that with the other clubs in the bag. You know, with, with most of us, as the uh, recreational golfer. Our first putt is usually a chip. That's right. <laughs> so, so a ball that reacts well, that can check up, again, because another thing we've always said is I don't usually hit my lob wedge 100 yards, but when I do, it's from a greenside bunker. Right. Uh, <laughs> you need a ball that reacts well on the greens, probably more importantly, but if you've got one that reacts 
very well around the green, but you can also get your your optimum performance off the tee with it, then you've got it's the best of both worlds. Yeah, you've got the perfect ball for yourself. And take a couple bucks and take a couple different brands of balls and go to your local PGA teaching professional that's got the right measuring equipment. Tell me what ball works best for me. And they that's can do right. that for you. They can read the numbers and they can tell you. One of the things that we tell people, Wes, all the time is that when you get to the point where you don't lose a whole lot of balls during the course of a round, it's very important to get the right ball. And it's very important to get a premium ball. Before that, it's get the ball you can afford to lose, you know? Sure. But now the XT Soft is, would you count that as like a top of the line premium golf ball com- competing? Absolutely. With, yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. That has a that has a tour caliber cover. It's a thermoset urethane product. The core of that product, which again is unique to us because we engineer all of our golf balls at Volvic completely differently from the rest of ball manufacturers. Our golf ball, the our core of our golf ball, which is the engine of the golf ball, the hardest part of the ball is in the very center. And then as you go to the exterior of the core, it becomes softer, which means that it's easier to compress. But not only that, it's after impact where you pick up that ball velocity and that extra distance, you're going to receive a better ball response or higher level of ball velocity off of that type of product. And that's that's why we engineer it the way we do, John. Well, I got to say it worked well. You're going to have uh, different colors other than white and yellow, or is that it for now? Absolutely. We're going to add green to that. Okay. Uh, I am a huge green fan for all, right. all kinds of reasons, but <laughs> our color green is just so optically wonderful because it's easy to pick up in the air. It has almost a laser-like image in the air, mm-hmm. and you can pick it up against the horizon as the ball descends. And it's also very easy to pick up once it's on the fairway. Even the in green grass, huh? That's right. It is kind of an iridescent green, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Absolutely. Almost like a radiation kind of green. <laughs> and one thing you probably noticed in playing our XT Soft is our visual alignment system that we have on the side of the the golf ball, the seam line that has three different uh, markings on it. And it's very easy to align off the tee Mm -hmm. and certainly on the green, which are Mm -hmm. the two times that you get to uh, (laughs) actually have a ball in your hand. You know, we we've received an awful lot of great comments from consumers because we're not using colors that are so outrageous, you know, on, on our tracking system that, it kind of deflects attention, if you will, off of lining up your your putt or your tee yeah. shot. Yeah, I found it very uh, very effective to line up putts. Something about the the additional lines, other than that, just one little arrow thing that you get on most balls. Uh, I don't know, just gives you more confidence, maybe. It does. Yeah, so it's easier to do, and you sink more putts, and you you hit longer shots. And it checks up well. And, man, it's a great golf ball. Fantastic. You've done good, guys. So Thank you very much. You're quite welcome. Uh, what, what's the retail on, on it? And then give give us the rest of the shameless self-promotion. You know, where can you buy them? How do you get them? How much they cost? And all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they, they retail for $37.99. And typically products in that uh, type of category, which is we like to call the super premium category, retailing anywhere from 43 all the way up to $48. So -hmm. this is a great value uh, for a three-piece urethane product. These golf balls can be found at your local PGA Tour Superstore to name one of our key retail partners. Uh, Certainly, you can find them online by visiting Volvic, V-O-L-V-I-K.com. And they're also available in your pro shops. As a matter of fact, we're running a great promotion right now with some of our business partners. We're pushing this XT soft out into the marketplace to take advantage of all these players that have seemingly found golf again. Mm -hmm. And uh, we love these born again golfers that are (laughs) rushing out there and filling up that tee sheet. You know, 37 bucks, that's uh, compared to the balls that compared to it performance wise, you're talking $10 at least less per dozen, which is pretty cool. Absolutely. Pretty cool. Wes Whittingham, Vice President of Sales for Volvic. You got more stuff in the works or is it time to rest on the laurels for a while? No, no, no. We are constantly evolving. We've got another top secret product that is going to be hitting the marketplace probably the second half of this year that we're pretty excited about. And we're continuing to expand 
a great partnership that we've had with Disney and Marvel Industries. So we oh, just yeah. added Black Widow to our Marvel gift sets, and we just launched that. So we're very excited about what we're doing with the entire Marvel uh, product line that yeah, we've launched. We've got, we've got some pictures of, uh, of the, the Marvel uh, product. Why don't you change the word to Evolviking? <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah, you can use it. Feel free. Yeah. <laughs> Wes Whittingham, man, one of our favorite guests, VP of Sales for Volvic. Thanks for spending some time with us here on Those Weekend Golf Guys, man. In the age of COVID-19 restrictions, it is harder than ever for a guy in business to make a good first impression. Business cards are great, but you can't shove one through a phone. What do you do? Well, you need a digital business card. That's what you need to do, and I've got one. Check mine out. Go to thebusinessgolfcourse.com. See what our go-cards are like. They are absolutely phenomenal way to do business in this day and age. Thebusinessgolfcourse.com. Go there now. Thebusinessgolfcourse.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It was more or less painless, very informative, and I hope that your feelings aren't hurt and that... Uh, you, you enjoyed our conversations with uh, Linda Harto about her art and with uh, Wes Whittingham about Volvic Golf Balls. And uh, we, we did that to kind of assuage your feelings that um, Jeff may have ticked you off at the beginning. But he again, he means it in the nicest <laughs> sense. He means it only to help. I do. I see so many people, John, it just kills me. Some of the simplest stuff can make people better or worse and it just seems to me that they just get so sloppy that they choose to be worse and they just don't really get it yeah i want to be nice about it to a point because i also understand that if somebody needs to hear it in a little tougher way then i have to say it that way it's like an intervention exactly an intervention yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate it. Hey, listen, I did a little uh, networking thing online, which is the way I think everything's all business is being done these days. Everything's through Zoom or one of those uh, type of let's meet on the computer jobs where you can see people, you can talk to people, but you can't hand them a business card. You can't really make that kind of a connection. I want you to just go and, and Jeff, do this too. I, I told you about it. Go to thebusinessgolfcourse.com and see what our new digital business card looks like. It's from a company called My Go Cards, which is a sponsor of the show. I want you to go That's there. Right. I want you to look at it. I want you to see how cool it is. I want you to realize how much easier it would be for you to do some business. And I want you to pay attention to that website, mybusinessgolfcourse.com, because in the very near future, there is coming some stuff to there that is going to make you not only a better golfer, but a better business person. And no matter how bad this COVID thing is is doing to you, you're going to make more money. Man, that's a cool looking putter, Jeff. I need a new putter. You do. Because I've seen your putter. Yeah. And, well, you actually have a, a good putter. Your Seymour putter. I like your Seymour putter. But I don't there's that, that spaceship-looking thing that you've got. This one right here, yeah. this is a better putter. I need I need a mallet like that, man. I need a mallet like that. Yeah. I do. Is that your new this one? One's a, no, that's one of my old ones. Oh, okay. This is, I'm just kind of messing around here in the studio. And, you know, I, I make everything with this putter. I can't believe I don't take it with me on the golf course more often. Yeah. We got to talk next week. Let's talk about that because I need help. And so do many other people who are listening right now. So be here next week, especially if you want help with putting or if you want help with uh, Your Game Sucks Part 2. We're going to be doing that <laughs> every week as it goes on. Thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Check us out there. JeffSmithGolfInstruction.com. Great site to go to. Facebook.com. Follow us there or just listen here whenever. Get your clubs together. Get some new balls, some old balls, find a ball, go out and play some golf. This week's bonus content comes from four years ago. There's a gentleman we met at the PGA show named Bill Twong who invented a tee system that worked on the same principles as a billiard ball. We didn't think it would work very well then, and uh, I don't think he's around anymore now, but let's see the story and how it went four years ago on those weekend golf guys. 
And welcome back, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here in studio. We've got Jeff Smith at the uh, at the golf cave up at Otter Creek in Columbus, and Bill Chuang. Bill, welcome to those weekend <laughs> golf guys, man. Hi, thanks. Currently, I'm in Minnesota, but I, I usually hail from Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh! I love that place. I used to work there. Yeah, yeah. There's you a, did. there's a plaque somewhere. Yeah, we we need to discuss that. There's a lot of places I used right. to work. But uh, now you you're a, a, an engineer. You're a PhD. You're one of them smart fellas. I got to tell you a quick story, man. It's, it was almost like you okay. know the guys who sell watches in Times Square. I walked by Bill's booth at the PGA show last January, and it's kind of like, hey, come here. <laughs> and I walked over, <laughs> and he had three billiard balls on the table. And after he told me his story, I decided that because he sounded like a nice guy and looked like a nice guy, I was going to do him a favor and shield him from the USGA because <laughs> those guys are not going to be your friends. But the average golfer or the guy who has for years struggled to hit a tee shot straight is going to love you like a second mother. You know, it's uh, it's funny how that all worked out. Obviously, that that was one of my concerns. The the the, the real good golfers would, would poo poo this thing. Mm-hmm. Funny, you know, the good golfers, some of the, the really the really good, good good ones. A lot of the pros have actually really liked this. When they hit it, it's a lot of fun for them, and they see some of the potential uh, for something like this. And in fact, I got contacted by the PGA. I want everybody to go to Base Two Golf. That's Base the Number Two Golf dot com and check it out because what you've got here. Is basically the same principle that you use when you play pool. Correct. Give um, us your engineering, dumbed down engineering uh, explanation of how this works, man. Okay, I can do that. Uh, so, uh, for anybody that's, that's played pool, if you, or even if you haven't played pool, um, I got the idea from pool. So, so if you have two, basically two bo- two pool balls or spheres uh, touching, now they have to be touching. Um, I can draw a line. For, you can draw a line from the contact point where they touch. Through the middle of one of the balls. If you hit, if you now hit, if you now hit the other ball, uh, on the opposite side of the contact point anywhere, um, that, that first ball will go exactly along that line every time. It can only go one direction. Mm-hmm. And that's the idea, uh, from, from, uh, of, of this whole thing. I started from, from pool, from pool balls. And from there I went to two golf balls touching together. And that, that actually worked really well. And from there we, we developed the tee. Yeah, so basically what you've got is a tee with a small ball that's included as part of the tee. You set your golf ball in front of and touching the smaller one behind it, and then you just wail with a driver and knock the tar off of it, tar out of that's it. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. Yeah, and so it doesn't matter which direction the club face is really pointed, and it doesn't matter which it, way it, the club face is really swinging. Just contact is it. That is, that is correct. The ball, the ball can basically, by physics, can only go one direction. No matter how all you all the club is doing is imparting energy to the to the whole system, um, and so you can hit the ball, you can hit the sphere of the ball of the, of the tee uh, from any direction, and the ball will only go in one direction. There's a there's a uh, there's sort of an arrow on the tee that that uh, that you can aim to to tell the ball where to go, and now you just and then you put the ball on there, and then you just hit the 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 sphere part of the tee and it will send the ball going in that direction every time that's how it works so you just wail away at it and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't matter that's the funny wow. thing about it and, it, and the, the other thing is too because it works in three dimensions you get the same loft every time so uh it depends on where the contact point is how high the contact point is to the, to the sphere uh we set it we set it so that uh, the the loft angle 17 is about 17.5 degrees which, which, uh, there have been some studies that say that that's the ideal, uh, the, the ideal loft angle for distance. Um, but it turns out it's probably a little too high. So we're going to be adjusting that on, on future tees. Wow. Yeah. So what are you going to do? How do you do that? You're just going to elevate the ball a little bit higher, the, the, the ball that's part of the tee? You could do it that way or, or bring the arm down. There's a little arm that holds the, that actually holds the ball. And so what I'll probably do is, is lower that arm. And so the ball okay. will be lower in relationship to the ball or to the sphere. And now you get a, a different loft angle. I, w- I would probably make it about 12 degrees, I think. That should make a big difference. That'd be interesting. Um, the, the, yeah, it's a really pretty flight. When you see this thing, when you see this thing fly, it's probably about five wood, is what, from what, is what people tell me. A really, really nice high ball. It goes really straight. But, you know, I think, uh, people want more distance out of it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna lower that, I'm gonna lower that angle. You know, for the higher club head speed players, they're probably gonna want a little bit lower, lower launch angle. 
Right. So they'd get right. They'd get so because that's a pretty high launch for for a guy with you know a hundred plus mile an hour right. swing speed. Right. Certainly, right. this thing's going to dampen right. the transmission of energy into the golf ball a little bit. But at the same time, right. you know, if the guy's not worried about it going sideways, he's going <laughs> he's going to lay into it even exactly. more harder. So I think it'll kind exactly. of that, might wash itself out. That's actually that's actually a very good very good example of, of what we're talking about. So my, my 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 business partner is a very good golfer. I happen to be not a good golfer at all. <laughs> um, he's a really good golfer. His swing speed is in the hundreds. Apparently, you need to use your product a little more. <laughs> that, exactly. That's why that's why I, I developed it. Uh, my my partner's swing speed is in the hundreds. Uh, well, he swings about ninety nine to hundred, and and normally he hits the ball at two seventy. He's pretty straight. Um, with this thing, he loses some distance. He, we, we've been measuring this. We got something called a, uh, it's a, it's a radar device that measures, uh, that measures the, the distance and spin and, and angles of balls as they come off. So we've been able to use that device to measure distances. And he usually hits about 250, 260 right around there uh, with a regular tee. With this tee, he's getting about, uh, about 220. So he's losing a pretty good distance, pretty good amount of distance. A lot of it will depend on how badly it's hit. The, the basically the, you can think of the, the tee as sort of a, a filter. It kind of absorbs the badness of your hit. Um, so the worse you hit, the the less distance you're going to get. Uh, but you're still going to go straight. Um, that's how the vectors work out. That's how the physics works out. The T will go flying. Um, and that has been an issue. We're thinking about ways to, to maybe keep it in the ground better. Um, because it's, you're going to go, you're going to have to go chase it. Uh-huh. Um, now the T is going to go in the but, direction, uh, in the direction your ball would have gone. That That's basically correct. Yeah. You're right. So if you, if you hit it really, really badly, your tee's going to go that direction. Now, it's, a, it's not going to go quite that distance or quite that direction because there's going to be some physics involved with, with contacting the, the, the golf ball as well. Right. Okay. But, but, but it, will, it, basically, it basically will go that direction, correct, but not, not nearly as far as a regular golf ball will go, um, but it will go that direction, yeah. yeah. So if, even if the club face is not square to the tee when it makes contact, yes. is, is the – I know it will still go straight, but – is the energy different if if the club faces different angle to the ball when you hit the tee? Yeah. So so the way the vectors work is the only the component the, the, when you anytime you anytime uh you apply a force basically yeah that force ha- is that force has can be broken down into vectors and that vector is going to have a direction and a and a magnitude. Um, the way it works is because these are because the golf ball is a sphere and this is a sphere. There's only one point at which they touch. Right. And so the only vector that gets through, any other vector, if, if you, if you draw the same, if you, I'm trying to say, if you go to my website, it, it kind of explains it. Right. Uh, the golf ball as it hits the, as it, uh, the golf club as it, hits, as it hits the sphere will generate a vector within that sphere. That same vector will apply at the point of contact. Okay. Um, and that, and that vector can be broken down into basically orthogonal components. There's a, there's one that goes through the point of contact perpendicular and there's one that goes tangential. Because the one is tangential, that never because it's a single point of contact, the tangential one never really never really reaches the golf ball. Okay, it only it only will tend to move the the the, the tee sideways, never forward into the golf ball. The only energy that gets through is the one that is the one that's perpendicular in the direction of contact, gotcha. or in the direction of the of the of the contact point, um, and that's that's why it goes only in one direction. I knew I should have paid more attention in physics class. <laughs> then I could have done you know, it. It's, it's, it's really, really <laughs> simple high school physics, actually. Yeah. I think I learned the physics in about in ninth or tenth grade, um, and I had to go back and 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 think about it as well because it's it's, it's so simple. Um, I had to figure out why the you know I, when I saw the pool ball demonstration when I when I saw the when I, when I made when I when my friends actually made that shot in pool the first time, uh-huh. I had to go back and figure out why it worked. And so when I when I figured that out. Um, I thought, well, where else can I use this? And then the golf ball thing came up. Okay, I, I just, so. I just want to take, take, uh, uh, not offense, but I just want to correct you on one thing you said during this interview. Bill is simple okay. high school physics is a contradiction in terms. Okay, <laughs> I just want to let you know that. All right, check them out, man. <laughs> Base to golf. dot com. Uh, and that way, for some of you who can't visualize still what he's saying, there's a great video there. It'll show you exactly how this thing works. Hit it straight for once in your life, why don't you? Huh? See how much more fun <laughs> the game fun. can be when you hit your second shot out of the fun. fairway and not from under the trees. Bill Chuang, exactly. appreciate your time, sir. And uh and this this is uh this is gonna be a, a lifesaver for a lot of people. 
who just have I hope so. try as they might have not been able to actually uh, figure out how to hit that little white ball I, straight I, once I, you elevate it. It's great. The times I've taken it out, it's been a lot of fun for me. It really does change things. It does. It's more fun, and if you can make it more fun, then you'll do it more often, and who knows, maybe your second exactly. shots and your putts will get better, too. Bill Chuang, it's exactly. Base2Golf.com. Appreciate your time, sir. And, uh, and like, you know, talk to us before you talk to PGA Magazine, because who reads that? Okay, okay. I mean, all right. PGA <laughs> right. professionals right. don't even read that. Yeah. <laughs> I got news for you. All right. <laughs> Bill, oh, thanks, boy. man. We'll be talking to you again soon, my man. Take it easy. Thanks a lot. Okay. All right, all right and thanks. you hang Bye. out with us, too. We'll be right back.